Nifty Show. If you grew up during the 70s, there is nothing that indicated you are a red-blooded male more than owning one of the probably millions of Farrah Fawcett posters that hung on the walls of <laughs> of young boys and young men all over the country. Farrah was an icon and definitely the beauty queen of her era. And uh, guess what? The image is back in the form of an NFT. And to talk about it today, we've got Peter Klamka, the CEO of More Management LLC. Peter, welcome to the Nifty Show. Great to be here, Joel. Thank you for having me. So for those who aren't familiar with the uh, the then famous Farrah poster, um, why don't you describe it for us? So it is the best-selling poster of all time. 12 million of these were sold in the late 70s and early 80s. Um, an original hangs in the Smithsonian next to the actual red bathing suit that she wore on this uh, uh, on the photo shoot. The photo uh, shoot, yeah. 12 million. I, 12 had, million. I had no idea it was that many. 12 million of them. And uh, yep. you know, for those of you who don't know the poster and aren't are you're listening to the show you need to just go you know to the website at farahnft.com f-a-r-r-a-h-n-f-t.com and see it uh, but for many of you you're going like oh yeah I, I had one of those on my door and all i can say is to the uh um the gratitude of many young men it appeared to be cold in the room where she was doing the photo shoot <laughs> <laughs> the photo shoot was done outside Okay. in her house hmm. in Los Angeles. So maybe it was one of those chilly mornings in LA right. and the photo Feel, got feeling a bit nipply, a nippy out here. <laughs> and all these years later, you're still grateful for that. I, I am. Uh, it hung on the back of my door in my room as a teenage boy. What, let's see, what year would it have been released? 76, I believe. Okay, so yeah, I would have been 12, 13 years old. It was right around that time, right? That yep. was, uh, that's, that's when the change, all of a sudden we start noticing girls and everybody noticed Farah, 12 million posters. And uh, of course, she is a pop culture icon. And so how did this surface again to become a, uh, an NFT collection? So interestingly enough, she owned the copyright and participated in all of those 12 million sales. Um, and so we started developing as a company NFTs for the estates of various dead celebrities, for lack of a better word. Uh, and we had a huge success with Chris Farley. Uh, and then we were approached by a, um, an attorney who handles various uh, rights for dead celebrities. And we actually went after the Farah, uh, the Farah poster. I just believe that it would be the perfect NFT, the perfect on-ramp for people who want or are interested in the space, but you know they, they don't quite know how to get in or they don't know none of the art appeals to them. This evokes your childhood. This evokes your teenage years. And, and then there's the whole Americana aspect to it. So we pursued the foundation, seeing that this was just a huge opportunity to on-ramp new people into the NFT space. Well, and it obviously evoked much more than that for a lot of young males. She was just the icon 
of desirability. You know, she was this all American with this long flowing hair and this beautiful smile and a <laughs> wonderful body. And she's in a swimsuit. And, and you know, this shoot, nobody would have ever guessed that they would have sold this many. I mean, somebody had a great idea. They're like, hey, Farrah's super hot right now. Everybody's talking about her. Charlie's Angels, the TV show, is a huge mm -hmm. hit, and people are tuning in for her. But I don't think anybody ever dreamed that they would sell two, uh, 12 million of these. Never. In, in their wildest dreams, they would have never guessed 12 million. But it was literally a worldwide phenomenon that continues to this day. We put out the announcement. We got thousands of emails. Some of them were like, how do I buy it? Some of them were like, what's an NFT, but I have to have it. Some of them were, I had this in my dorm room, in the barracks, in my motorway shop, motor shop. I mean, there was so much, so much interest in, uh, uh, and people always want to tell you the story, where I was when I saw it or what reaction I had to it. Uh, most of them were like you. Yeah, or <laughs> not exactly sure what that means, but I'm going to go with it. So the um, the poster is being re-released as an NFT, but there is some artsiness that's been placed on top of it by an artist of the name of Elise Swopes. Tell us about her. Elise is a phenomenal artist. We probably interviewed 15 different artists across uh, uh mostly across the NFT and digital space. And there was just, we just clicked with Elise. You know, there were others who might've been a little bit more well-known. There were others who had different ideas, but Elise just clicked. And, you know, she's had lots of success in the NFT space. She always sells out on Super Rare. She's worked for Coinbase and Apple and Cadillac and, and, and a number of uh, leading companies. And it was just like an interesting fit that we found, you know, a 20-something woman who resonates with a this poster, which is 99% male audience, and the 1% is buying it as a gift for the male in their life in the female set, side. Um, but we just clicked. So she's developed five amazing interpretations that kind of update but still retain the, the spirit and the look of the original. Because if you changed it too much, you know, the sequel wouldn't be as good. You know, people are expecting it to be to look and feel like the original because what they're buying is they're buying back their youth. They're right. buying back the, 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 wherever they were when they bought that poster. That's what oh, re what's really driving this to be 12 again. Right. And, and have some do overs knowing what we know now, like we yeah. dangerous. Can you imagine if we actually had the wisdom and experience of, you know, an older man to be able to go back and, and, uh, and have some do overs, boy, it, you, you would conquer the world very early. <laughs> You wouldn't have sold at 20,000. You wouldn't have married that girl. You would have done, <laughs> done certain things a lot differently, at least in my case. So I understand that the uh, uh, an oversized version of the poster showed up in Vegas. Was it last week? So Resorts World is our partner, meaning okay. in the uh, in the auction, um, somebody will win a one of one and an insane uh, uh, week at Resorts World. Uh, Resorts World has sort of become uh, NFT central in Las Vegas. Uh, this is the first of a few collections that we're going to be debuting there. But yes, it is on the side. will be on the side of Resorts World uh, for the next uh, uh, two to three weeks. Uh, with the uh, uh, inside, the rest of the collection is being being exposed inside, and some of the digital spaces inside. They have a huge orb that they're displaying other parts of the collection on. So yes, it's all Farah in Vegas at Resorts World for the next few weeks. 
So how's how's the NFT being sold then? I heard you say auction. Does that mean there's just one of these or are there There's a one of one, okay. which comes with a, a, a few versions of what you see behind me, and then five interpretations in a smaller limited edition. Uh, there's only going to be a maximum of a few hundred total of the of, of the edition. Okay. So the auction is, it's an ETH, I'm assuming? It's an ETH auction, although we've partnered with Circle to accept uh, debit cards for the limited edition. So those who are new to the crypto space who don't have ETH can go with a, uh, a credit card option. Uh, you can get this frame if you want for some of them because everybody's asked like, how do I put the, how do I display it? And this is a really easy, interesting way to display it. So we've sort of tailored the, the sale of the limited edition to be both for crypto, people who have crypto, who are experienced in the NFT space and new people who have come on, who are interested in buying an NFT most of the time for the first time. Okay, so that's the NFT, but there's also, you have this physical item behind you. So is that an infinite object? That is an infinite objects frame and okay. you can buy the limited edition in with an infinite objects frame got it how big is that particular that's eight by ten so that's their biggest one uh it's about the size of a magazine or book cover it's it's really nice and it is definitely i think uh, there's just a few hundred of these that are going for sale they they ought to go pretty oh, darn not quick. worried at all yeah that's so much interest and the proceeds go to the farrah fawcett foundation uh, mm. which does cancer research hpv research and and uh, a number of other good things uh, as far as that goes. So your uh, your company, more you have a, um, a crypto-themed nightclub, is that correct? We started a crypto-themed nightclub at the Bellagio in 2016. Uh, it did not survive COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. And now we are working on a NFT-based lounge in Las Vegas. See, I mean, you, you have to love the irony that it's no more, right? I mean, there's right. just... No more, uh, but more lives on. Uh, yeah, and, and actually, it's it's really interesting because we will have you know screens from uh, Luma Canvas inside, and if you don't know anything about NFTs, you still come in because it's still a cool upscale Las Vegas lounge. And if you do know about NFTs, if you do know about crypto, it's like your first stop when you go to Las Vegas. I, I wish I had a picture. I know, I think one of your team members sent me um, a picture of the Farah image on Resorts World. I'm having a hard time finding it. You don't happen to have that handy, do you? I can send it to you if you like. Um, yes, on the side of the building, the 100,000 square foot display. Somebody said we should call Guinness Book because that may be the largest display of an NFT ever. Uh, and it's 100,000 square feet on the side of the Resorts World building on Las Vegas Boulevard. That's Never huge. been done before. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard, I've not been back to Vegas since uh, post-COVID, and I understand Resorts World is just an amazing, uh, incredibly huge, massive, little bit of something for everybody resort. And really interested in the crypto space. I mean, yeah. really interested in NFTs, really interested in accepting crypto. Uh, it, it's They will end up becoming the crypto destination in Las Vegas. I mean, I've worked with all of the casinos there, and they are the most progressive and welcoming. I wonder, is uh, are any of the casinos taking Bitcoin yet, or are there any Bitcoin-related, crypto-related slot machines yet? So they don't take it for gaming. They don't take it for gaming because you'd have to be approved by the Nevada Gaming Commission. 
Okay. Uh, they can take it for other services, spa services, tickets to the 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 uh, uh, the shows. Uh, we certainly took it at the uh, the nightclub um, that we had at the Bellagio. So it's coming, uh, but it's really slow. I mean, I started in Las Vegas with crypto in 2015, and it's it's a slow, very slow go. But we're getting there. When you see an NFT on the side of a major strip casino, uh, we're getting there. Right. Well, and you're definitely making a name for yourself in entertainment. I mean, you've got you've done the Tiger King, you've done Chris Farley stuff, you've done Mr. Miyagi, uh, Pat Morita's NFTs now Farah, Audrey Hepburn coming, and I'm oh, advising God. Megan The Stallion on, a, on an NFT collection. Oh, what what are the Audrey Hepburn ones going to be? Is it oh. holding the you know the breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> it is an insane collection that will likely be revealed on Fifth Avenue in New York City uh, next month. Uh, oh, I'm working with her son. It is really, it's so historical and so interesting to go back through that golden age of Hollywood. And then there's all of these women that are interested in the, the Audrey Hepburn NFT. Just mm. amazing. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to see it. I, I love seeing um, these parts of culture that are brought back and certainly, you know, something old becoming new again in NFT format. Like I don't have that poster anymore. That thing, you know, disappeared a long time ago from my wall. And so uh, owning one of these is truly a walk down memory lane once more. Is there anything else you'd like people to know about the project? Only that it is actually a really female centric project. I mean, Farah owned the copyright. Her, she, when she passed away, she donated it to her foundation. Uh, Elise is obviously a prominent female NFT artist, and the proceeds go to the Farah Foundation. Mm -hmm. So while the guys are going to be the purchasers of it, uh, there's really an interesting uh, uh, end user of the proceeds and the uh, uh, the work. So. Well, I think there'll be women purchasing it as well. I mean, she was a role model for the time and, and a lot of women wanted to be her. And so, uh, you know, I think that in, and there's going to be some that buy it for their boyfriends or husbands or, or whatnot. So when is the auction and sale? And how May 17th. May 17th and farahnft.com farahnft.com is where the, it will take place. The auction we're going to actually run in the sports book of resorts. Um, and, uh, uh, so I don't think any sports book has ever hosted an NFT auction before. I mean, they've done Christie's, they've done traditional auction houses, but when you do a Vegas sports book and a guy centered, a centric, uh, uh, event, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. We have lookalike models coming in red bathing suits and uh, a few celebrities. Uh, there's actually a bunch of female celebrities that, that will announce that they bought the NFT pretty soon uh, or nice. will participate, uh, just because she was such an iconic role model. We have a few that uh, uh, said, wow, that's really interesting when they know the story and the use case. Fantastic. So go bid or pick up one of the limited editions and get an infinite object so that she can infinitely be there uh, <laughs> for you. Thank you, Farah, for being there for us infinitely. Peter, thanks so much for coming on and sharing with us today. That was great. Really enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, there you go, gang. Um, I'm sorry Travis wasn't here for this one because I know he would have some great jokes to to bring on us he is traveling right now en route somewhere in the world but i'm here and we're here for you guys make sure you subscribe um to wherever it is ring the bells tell a friend and if you get a moment to go review us especially if you're going to leave five stars we're especially fond 
of five-star reviews. It warms the cockles of our hearts. And until the next time, keep it nifty. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Joel and Zach are the hosts, you'll know. Joel and Zach say this will blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go. It's the nifty, really kind of spiffy, the nifty show.